the year. This is the year of getting it together and doing what you do best. Hustling, taking care of business, and taking care of your community. Join us for JMT Media's podcast, where we interview everyone from the community to small businesses to elected officials who are changing policy that matters for our community. Hey everyone, this is Jacqueline Tacarante, host of the JMT Media Podcast. And today I have a special, special show. This is now episode 40 um, and there's so much to talk about. So first off, happy National Women's Month. As y'all know, I try to celebrate women all day, every day, because they are the women that empower me to do what I have to do. Um, The traditional empowered women empower other women. And so today's guest, uh, before I read into her fabulous New York Times bestselling illustrator bio, um, I actually got to meet this amazing artist. So I knew her and met her actually when my husband and I first started dating. My husband tells me at the time we were just dating Joe Bear and I, and he's like, I have to go to this wedding for Nina and Aaron. Would you come? Would you like to be my guest? And I was like, absolutely. And so my husband and I, or then boyfriend, we literally danced the night away. And it was one of the best weddings that I have ever been to in my life. And so over the years, I got to learn of Nina as more from a friend's lens. And then when I asked her, I'm like, what do you do? What's it like, what's your, what's your deal? What's your, and she's like, oh, I'm an illustrator. And in my mind, I'm thinking, cool, like you design stuff, that's great. And over the years from different birthday parties and events, um, her husband, Aaron, would always say, you know, she's, she's not able to come today because she's working on XYZ projects. Well, let me tell you what XYZ projects she has been working on. Um, so Nina Mata is the number one New York Times bestselling illustrator of I Promise by LeBron James. He's, it's been nominated for the 52nd NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Literature. Let's just take a moment to understand that. So the book that LeBron James wrote, I Promise, she's the New York Times bestselling illustrator. So I love her, love her, love her. Um, she's also a 2021 Theodore Seuss Geisel honoree for her work in Ties Travels, Zip Zoom by Kelly Starling Lyons. Uh, Nina grew up as a typical latchkey kid in Queens, New York. Her family immigrated from the Philippines when she was just six years old. And because her parents worked and went to night school, Nina spent like a whole lot of time, y'all, drawing. Her after-school activities usually involved watching Bob Ross, gonna love him, the reading rainbow, and looking for adventures in the library, which she still does. Nina studied illustration at the Fashion Institute of Technology of New York. And during her editorial internship at Sesame Workshop, Nina discovered her love of children's books. She now creates illustrations for children's publishing and is passionate about representing the beauty and diversity of the world. She currently lives in New Jersey with her husband, Aaron, and their daughter, and Tabby, the cats. <laughs> so, Nina, are you there, my dear? I am. Hi! Oh my gosh, I am so excited that you are here on the show. I mean, first off, congratulations on all of your success. 
he deserved everything and then some. So, you know, we have so many questions to start off with. So the first thing is, um, how did you get started as an illustrator? Talk to us about that. Sure. So um, I didn't really start off as an illustrator right out of college. I was yeah. a graphic designer and it was for like one of those like local printing shops where okay. it's my typical job was like we buy gold flyers yeah <laughs> hey don't knock it i love it we buy gold <laughs> <laughs> and i hated it <laughs> really it was just awful the clients were awful i just wasn't happy um it just wasn't something that i was passionate about so um, my second year working there, I was like, I got to do something else. I mean, I graduated out of um, FIT with um, an illustration degree and I'm not using it. So I need to, I needed to just put on my big girl pants and basically just try to make it out there. And it's yeah. such a competitive world. It's so scary. And, um, I, you know, like just to make that, that leap to like quit your job and just go freelance full time was a real like. Yeah, oh yeah, girl. I remember I had started yeah. my company when we had met. It's scary yes. starting off because you're, you're like, well, it's not like I have a bucket full of money just sitting in a bank account as a reserve. So you have to rely on your passion, your dedication and your Rolodex. You yeah, know? No, I had no leads at all. I didn't know anybody in the industry. I just wanted to draw. And so I emailed like probably a hundred agents and um, seeing if I could get a, anyone to represent me. And this one lady did. Um, she was like, you, you have an interesting look about your work, but I think it just needs to be polished a little bit more. So she kind of took me in under her wing, like, like without she actually didn't want to, but I was just like, please, please take me. <laughs> Nowhere to go. And so she took me in and um, we've been a family ever since then. Uh, her daughter took over after she decided to retire and she, her daughter just took this agency and just went gangbusters with it. Just, That's amazing. Yeah. So you didn't give up. So you messaged over a hundred agents to be like, hi, represent me yes <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and when she finally did like where do you still have her is she still your agent currently oh good okay oh good it took a while for us to sync like um to understand each other's style i mean just understand my style and then understand how they were but when it did it just clicked so oh, and it just that was it it just went off and i haven't been able to stop it since <laughs> that's awesome i mean what i'm gonna do is i'm going to share with folks um <clears throat> because we're recording for both the podcast and for our online show but i want to share with folks exactly if for those of you that are following us and watching the first thing is i want to show folks specifically your work that you've been doing <laughs> all right so i'm on your website so for those of you that are following um her website is beautifique.org 
And right now we're looking at some of her illustrations that are on the page. First off, I love your sense and your use of color. I love that you are, everything is vibrant and you feel like you can see the texture of, of everything. Um, and so I think it's phenomenal. Look at this, how beautiful is this? Um, and some of these, images that y'all are seeing these are from the new york times best-selling book i promise right here oh this is fabulous <laughs> this is so fabulous i love it um so some of the other things that i wanted to actually chat with you about is you know talk to us about the process of because a lot of times people just assume automatically that you will be a best-selling author immediately and you know, clearly there's hard work, there's dedication that goes into it. Can you talk to us a little bit about how that process began for you um, with your agent, you know, of course, recruiting you for the book itself. And then how did it snowball into like the New York Times bestselling? You just never know what really resonates with people. So um, I, one of my advice that I give um, new illustrators is don't aim for that you know, the acronym, the, the award, the one, aim for that, aim for reaching parents, the ones that are buying books, reach for entertaining the kids, the ones who want to keep opening those books. And um, that's what you should aim for. Because when that starts to click with everybody else, that's when everybody starts buying it and passing it around and spreading the, the news about this one book. And that's pretty much what happened. That's awesome. And I felt like this book snowballed into like five other books. Really? Like, all right. So first off, the fact that this is little a little golden book, like how cool is that? I want one. Just saying. Hey, Penguin Random House, how are you? <laughs> um, <laughs> but so I'm a figure skater by Sue Fleiss. Um, of course, you illustrated this. And then Ties Travels a Beach Day. I love this. HarperCollins. How you doing, HarperCollins? Um, and then, of course, we have Ways to Grow Love by Renee Watson. Beautiful, beautiful design. Um, so here's the interesting part. This one, Everything Grows by Rafi. So this book, Everything Grows, one of my dear friends owns and manages You Grow Girl. It's like this huge social online, not even a cult. It's like a phenomenon of like women and men that love, that have green thumbs. So I really, really love this book um, because she introduced Roman to planting seeds. Like she gave us like a little kid kit of like seeds and dirt and how to plant. I thought it was fabulous. Um, yeah, I thought that was really sweet. Oh my gosh, you have so many ties travel, zip, zoom. Yeah, we're straight for eight more books for Ties Travels. Whoa! Yes, honey. Get it. Get it. Okay. Making that money, honey. Um, and then, of course, I Promise by LeBron James. I think this is fabulous. Uh, Ways to Make Sunshine by Renee Watson. Um, this one has also, I believe it was an Amazon bestseller. What does it mean to be American? Um, and this book actually, even though the release date was April, 2019, this book was actually very prominent. I saw it on the Amazon bestselling during the summer season when the pandemic first hit. Um, so 
And now this one, my dear, she's got this. Written by Lori Hernandez, um, who is an amazing gymnast, an Olympic uh, gold gymnast. And so talk to us about like when you have these celebrities reaching out to you to be an author, or I'm sorry, to be an illustrator for their books. Uh, it's surreal. It's, <laughs> it takes a while. Even when the book is published, I'm still sitting there like, I can't believe I did a book with Lori Hernandez, LeBron, LeBron James, like what? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm fabulous. Thank it's you very much. You at all. <laughs> This is like incredible. And your work is stunning st and it's very diverse. I love it. I love it. Yeah. When, um, one of the reasons why, um, I think my work works <laughs> is because, um, these are, these are characters and, um, people that we haven't really seen in books as much. And we've always been here, you know, like, yeah. Asian people, uh, black people, people of the, like just people of color have always been here, and we have never been represented enough in these children's books. And these are the these are the first um, these are the first readers. These are the early readers. These are the ones that are gonna pretty much take care of us when we grow up. So representation matters. Representation matters absolutely. Um, speaking of representation, you know. One of the things that I love about National Women's Month and then there was International Women's Day and I try to celebrate women all day, every day because like to be 100% honest, we do way more than the 30 days within a month. And so, you know, I wanna talk to you about being a mompreneur, right? Being an entrepreneur, being a mother and that whole work-life balance because People have asked me before, like, Jacqueline, how do you do it? I'm like, I drink a lot of coffee. And there's some days that I am an amazing mom. I got the snacks down. I got the crafts down. Like, my kids love me. And then there's mornings, like, last week where Roman's like, do you have to go to work again? Like, can't you just play with me? And where it crushes me. I'm like, honey, I'm working to buy you all the Legos that you want. Like, work with me, you know? So there's certainly that work-life balance that's difficult and then trying to see friends. Like, I don't think I've seen any really of my friends because aside from the pandemic, but also work. Um, so how do you deal with being a mompreneur, work-life balance, and what are maybe some tricks or tips that you would recommend? Because the one thing I tell people is like, don't be hard on yourself. One day you're going to be an amazing mom and you're going to be an awful CEO and vice versa. It happens. That's true. Um, I, you know, like I'm constantly trying to improve that work-life balance. I don't think, I don't think I haven't, I haven't gotten it right yet. You know? Um, yeah, I feel the same way with you. Just, I think because I mean, you, you have Joe and I have Aaron and we have such supportive men in our lives that I'm able to make this work. There's so much support coming from my partner that if I need to like really heads down and work, he does not complain. He doesn't, he's just, I get it. Let's just yeah get this done because like we're, we're both supporting each other. And if he needs to do that, I'll put everything down. You know, like it, I think it starts with that. That's, it's the foundation. Of where, I love that. You know. It's so true. You know, um, 
whenever I see, especially now, some of the other women that I follow on Instagram and social media, you know, some of them are single moms that are mompreneurs. And I'm like, they need extra encouragement, extra love. Cause I remember my mom, you know, she was a single mom until I was about like 10, 11. And then she met my, my stepdad, Paul, who I love so, so dearly. But I remember the like carrying the groceries on the bus in the rain or when it's a hundred degrees outside in the heat. And so I couldn't even imagine, you know, my mom trying to start a business with children. And so for anybody that's listening, any mother that has a business with multiple children, multiple responsibilities, kudos to you because motherhood and entrepreneurship should not be celebrated just one day or one month out of the year. It's every single day. We put the oil in the engine for folks. Um, we make this world turn. We make this world turn on its side, honey. Yes. <laughs> so I always wrap up my show with what is your passion? Like what drives you to being the best illustrator, the best designer? So what is your passion, Nina? I think to engage it's all about engagement for me um, and connecting with with others. Um, I think it's it's such an isolated job what I do and a career, and I really love it. But in order for me to keep going and thrive, I I really need that that um, energy to come back. To me. Yeah, it's for for people to be like, I love her, you know. You changed my life. You like just to think about a kid who just keeps looking at your artwork over and over again and just is inspired to do the same thing and then find out that this is something they can do for a living. That's just, um, yeah, it's a life changer. That's awesome. Well, Nina, thank you so very much. Don't go anywhere. Um, thank you so very much for being an honest guest on our show, the JMT Media Podcast. I think it's super important that we constantly have these conversations with other women that are empowered, that have empowered other people. And you, my dear, it has been an absolute pleasure to kind of see from the sidelines the dedication and the sacrifice. And now you are a multi New York Times bestselling illustrator. I mean, I kind of want to cry as I'm like thinking about this. And I know you work very hard and I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. So, oh my God. All right, look y'all. Oh, don't do it. Okay. So for those of you that are following the JMT Media Podcast, we will be back with another episode soon. Um, and make sure that you follow us on jmtmedia.nyc. And we look forward to seeing y'all. Please be productive. Please be safe. And also, please be kind. Thanks so much, y'all. <laughs>